Don't wanna test your luck with me. No, you don't wanna fuck with me. Try to fuck with me. That's right. Hop to the body pass to a fucking graveyard. Six people don't wanna fuck with me. Don't wanna test your luck with me. Cause if you try to fuck with me, hop to the body pass to a fucking graveyard. Six people under the I'm clear. Crash it. On me. On you! On you! All clear! Clear! Green, green, green! Green, green! Going in! All clear! Last room! What the fuck was that, Nathan? Sergeant? You were on the door. You should have taken the room. Uncle Sam's not paying you to drug me around. Pull that shit again and you're off the team. Sorry, Sergeant. Sorry is what you tell your girlfriend when you finish too quick. There is no sorry out there. Out there, sorry gets you dead. There is no place for sorry. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Squawk Box Radio, the place where nothing real happens, and I thank you for tolerating me. The time is 8.02 in the morning. Do you know where your wife is? Now on to the news. Today's top story is cops make an arrest in the bathroom after smelling crack. Scientists make a study on how breathing oxygen is linked to staying alive and a man is in the hospital recovering after trying to test if his toaster was waterproof. Turns out it wasn't. I bet that was a shocking discovery. Today we are joined by two guests in the studio. Let us welcome Sergeant Tim White and Sergeant Nathan Black. How are you doing today, fellas? I'm good, sir. I'm good, sir. <laughs> you don't need to call me sir here. At ease, soldiers. Now, I've asked you here today to talk about your life in the service. Now, I know you can't discuss everything, but I'm sure that there is something that you guys can talk about. Maybe something funny, something that people listening just wouldn't understand about the military. I've got a good one, then. It was when I, we, were first in basic training. Don't tell that one. Oh, I gotta hear it now. This is Private Brick. He is the best private in all of Bravo Company. The drill sergeant put the brick with a smiley face, I might add, on the ground. Private Brick, attention! See? Look at that! Doesn't move, doesn't talk. He can do that for days. Private Brick, front-leaning wrist position. Move! Outstanding, Private Brick! Everywhere we went, someone had to carry Private Brick. Just to remind us that he was the best private in all the Bravo Company. You had to carry a brick? Oh, don't say that. It was Private Brick. Sorry, Private Brick. Continue. One morning, I had Private Brick. 
Drill sergeant comes up to me and tells me to put private brick 12 inches in front of me. So I put it on the ground. Drill sergeant says, Damn it, soldier! If your girlfriend told you that was 12 inches, she was lying! 12 inches, I said! During this time, a plane was flying over, and of course I look at it. Drill sergeant saw me and quickly came over to me. That plane is trying to invade us, and only you can stop it. I want you to war cry at every plane you see until it leaves our airspace. You understand me? Yes, drill sergeant. Let me hear it then. Ah! What was that? Did you spill some milk? That is not a war cry. <laughs> Very good, Private. Remember, every time you see a plane, I want you to scream. I'm so glad I was never in the military. I would have done something to the drill sergeant. There was nothing you could do. All the time he would be on you. Bohika. Bohika indeed. I'm sorry, I don't understand. What is Bohika? Bend over. Here it comes again. <laughs> Bohika, I like it. Remember the one time he made a kid stare at his own reflection? Why? He, uh, made the soldier stand at attention in front of a stainless steel panel. And the whole time yelling at his reflection, screaming, I want to be here. And then a drill sergeant screaming at him, saying, mean it. I don't believe you. I can still see the coat hanger marks on your skull. Did you actually do any training or physical activities? Every day. All day. We learned a lot during basic training. To our first unit, and had Sergeant Clark as our platoon sergeant. The drill sergeant was easy compared to him. So, Travis was a hard person to work with. Now, he was fine as long as you didn't mess up. And we being newbies, we messed up a lot. Remember the first time we were meeting him? No, don't see. After we graduated from basic training, we were all put on a bus and rode to our new assignment. Damn it. It was the same base as basic training, so we thought it was going to be a short trip. No one told us we were going to be on the bus for five hours, just driving in circles. Anyways, the bus finally stops and we all get out. Travis is there and tells us all to line up. What he is not telling you is that during the trip, they made sure to give us plenty of water. So as you can guess, we all had to go pretty bad. We all get out and line up. Travis is there telling us all kinds of things that we need to know, when all of a sudden, I just can't hold it anymore and interrupt him. Sergeant Clark, permission to use the latrine. Can I drop kick you in the fucking face? No, Sergeant. Then why the fuck should I give you permission for something you want if I don't get permission for something I want? Sergeant, I really have to go. I'm not stopping you. Get back in line. Travis continued to talk, and I know he noticed all of us were doing our best to stay still and listen, but we all had to go pretty bad. Still, he kept talking, and then it started to rain, and it came down hard. He didn't flinch. Still talking. Some of us started doing a pee-pee dance. Yet still he kept talking. When all of a sudden he had this other sergeant come behind us and fire a blank. Let's just say none of us had to use the bathroom anymore. Gentlemen, your enemy doesn't stop because you have to go to the bathroom. Neither will I. 
Those waters were put on the bus by me. Did anyone tell you to drink them? Did anyone tell you that you would be on a bus for five hours? Were you prepared? Remember, soldiers, you don't know shit. You think you do, but you don't. I am not your friend, but I promise you this. You listen to me, and you'll stay alive. Or at least come home. I can still remember him, just standing in the rain. In that moment, I knew that life as I knew it had just ended. Sounds like you guys had it rough. Rumor has it that if you put your combat boot up to your ear like a seashell, you can hear Travis calling you an idiot. What happened after you, um, relieved yourselves? We had grabbed our duffel bags and put them on our backs, and with a smile on his face, he said, Welcome to hell. We promise you sleep deprivation, mental torment, and muscles so sore you'll puke. But I don't want to sugarcoat it. That was sugarcoating it? Then he made us push the bus back to the motor pool. He made you push the bus? Yes, sir. Ten guys pushing the bus. What was he doing? He was marching next to us, telling us to go faster. 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 Come on, you don't have all day. Private dipshit, what are you doing? Yeah, you. What are you doing? Taking a break, Sergeant. Did I say you could take a break? You will take a break when you are out of army, killed in action, or when I say so. You got that? Yes, Sergeant. Good. Now continue pushing this bus home. Once we got the bus put way, he decided that today was a good day to go running. Wasn't it raining? That doesn't stop him. He would always say that the rain was God's way of letting us know that today was a good day. Oh, man. We always trained in the rain. Well, we would train in rain, sun, night. It didn't matter to him. How long was the run? No idea on the length, but we ran until half of us puked. Just like that, we stopped. He said that we were free to go. But the thing is, no one knew where we were. We all turned around looking to ask him where to go, but he already gone. No one saw him. So he just left you out there? He never left us. We found that out. The rest of the unit was also training. Guess what they were training for? They were training for rural assault. The kind of training where they take out anyone they see and ask questions later. Some of us tried to fight back, but they were too good and moved so fast. We were all tied up and everything that was in our bags was in a pile. Then we saw Sergeant Clark again. Why are all you still here? Why couldn't ten of you take on this group of five? There were no weapons, straight man to man, and you all lost. Then I did something stupid. I spoke. Sergeant Clark, we were talking- Soldier, no one cares about your excuses. The blast radius of an excuse is zero meters. No one pities you for procrastinating. Nobody is going to cuddle you because you are lazy. It's your ass. You move it. Get your shit in the barracks. You've been assigned to guard duty tonight. So that means no sleep, no food. Report to me at 1759. If you show up at 1800, you're going to wish you weren't in the military. Cut them free. We walked off, leaving us in the middle of nowhere, with our clothes all in a pile in the rain. We all had 30 minutes to find the barracks and report to guard duty. He was making basic training look like an amusement park. We hurried up and grabbed our gear and threw it into the bags, not caring whose was what, and ran after him and towards the barracks. This was day one, right? It was a nice welcome to the unit. Can you guys come back tomorrow? 
I want to hear another story. Maybe something a little later than day one with Travis. We can be here. We've got nothing going on right now. Okay, well, this is a wrap for today. I don't know about you, but I'm tired and sore from just listening to this. Till tomorrow, everyone. Oh, yeah, who's next? Uh, you know what? Who cares? I need a beer.